Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Talk To Me Toast. This episode is kind of a continuation of some of the stuff I talked about in my last episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please listen and then come back to this one. Now, that said, I, as always, I have a preamble and herein lies my preamble. So my last episode was called Catastrophic Adulting and my new episode, i.e. today's episode is called um, Unapologetic Existence and I, I'm like shy because I feel like people are going to think the episodes are depressing or like, I don't know. I don't know. I just have this feeling that people are going to just think the episodes are my usual like fun, lighthearted banter type episodes. And maybe they are not, but I still think my sense of humor carries through. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but that brings me to this episode. Like it's so silly um, and ironic, but the very premise of this episode is that I I no longer want to live apologetically. So let me just take many, 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 many steps back to the last episode I recorded and what has changed since then. So after that that you know podcast episode, I feel like a lot of things, like small smallish things happened. Um one was I was at work and and it will make sense later. I'll connect all the threads, but I just want to say all the things first. So I was at work and, you know, someone I report to said something. She was like, I, about me, she said, I don't like to rip off the bandaid. Like sometimes when things like work later, things are like not going the smoothest or not very clear and stuff. Like I don't like to rip off the bandaid because I typically know what I'm doing. But when I don't, I just like bury it because there's enough work to bury it with. Um, but then it just gets more complicated or something like that. I don't know. Um, but she was so spot on. I was like, wow, this is such an accurate read. Um, and then, so that happened. That was that conversation. And then after work, um, actually, no, before work ended, someone else said something to me. She said work would always be there. Again, very random, seemingly unrelated, but just stay with me. Um, and then after work, I'm having a conversation with a friend. And as we're talking, um... Anytime I kind of talk about myself or my opinion, I would apologize. Like, not like say I'm sorry, but I'll be trying to like explain slash justify. And he kind of called me out on it. I was like, you actually don't need to. Like, like you can just see what you're saying. And so stay with me now. There's like multiple things happening. And then I had this moment of just like in prayer, just praying and realizing that I'm loved, I'm chosen, I'm redeemed. And again, these are all very, 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 you know, seemingly separate things. But then they all kind of came together, like, in my head as one thing when I was watching um, Patricia Bright's show. So I've been following the show since it launched. I think this was the last episode, um, episode three. And the show is if I could say just one thing or it's it's essentially just just one thing. And essentially what Patricia Bright does is she has these conversations with so many amazing women um, and they end their conversation with a just one thing they would say to, you know, her or to the world that they want people to know, whatever. Um, and one of the common themes in the show is basically like, Patricia is taking learnings from all these people, right? So they're living her with just one thing. Um, 
and it's almost like she's trying to find courage right so she's kind of teased that she's evolving and you know there's things she wants to try out but that she's you know experienced fear and she's worried about public perceptions and a bunch of stuff like that and i was like oh my god like this is literally me like in patricia i was seeing so much of me and patricia is someone who's always really inspired me someone who's always gone after stuff someone who's very intelligent but still very you know just very multifaceted i've always seen her that way um and just seeing her talk about like her evolution and you know how trapped she sometimes feels and everything is just so inspiring to me so why have i said all the things i said before this story of patricia it's because i've recently come to understand that i've been living in perpetual fear and honestly saying it as recently come to realize is probably the most inaccurate thing i'm going to say in this entire episode because i've 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 known for like time that i've i experienced a lot of fear and i've never really been able to like it's almost like in the past few days i've like my life didn't flash before my eye but like i've seen my whole life in like this you know picture like i've seen like you know very high level how i've kind of been approaching life and like the common threads that exist and you know and i, I like i mean like i teased in my not teased but like i said in my last episode like I, i've kind of been in this existential crisis of like what do i want to do in my life and what do i want to do this and what do i want to do that is this really what, what life is um and then yesterday i was out with a friend for drinks and i first of all i really needed to go outside like i didn't realize how much um but then we're talking and then the main reason why we were meeting up is because of my existential crisis because i'd reached out to said friend and i was like okay like i my friend in question is in the same industry as me so she has more perspective right there's other people that care about me but obviously can't relate to like the specific day-to-days um so we're just talking and then the more we spoke the more it was kind of like okay you know it sounds like this it sounds like that it sounds like that um and she kind of like affirmed what i was feeling like i was expecting to go there and she'll tell me oh no you're really good at you know this so like stick to this or but then it was just this very good conversation that was genuine and very matter of factly in, a, in a, an interesting way and then when we kind of left off that piece of the conversation was just realizing that hmm i'm actually in a really good position right now for everything i'm feeling like everything i'm feeling and where i am right now like my present circumstance in general is perfectly aligned like <laughs> it was this interesting moment of realizing the importance of perspective because she helped me see like the big picture and she was like so this is what you need to maintain like the things in your life that well not in my whole life but the things you know regarding your career that you need to maintain and the things that you need to i guess nourish or whatever and it was just so interesting just hearing her talk and just being able to table everything out and you know get this renewed perspective of like okay this is how to look at this thing like this thing is technically a problem but is a perfect opportunity for you and this thing is, you know, maybe not ideal, but maybe you don't need to be that emotionally invested in it. And it was just really, really interesting. And everything, just all these different, you know, one-off thoughts have just kind of pulled together in my mind in this coagulation that is, I 
I want to actively work on not just being my authentic self, but appreciating my authentic self. So I've been on this journey towards authenticity. And I mean, it's something that I've talked about on the podcast. Um, I've, it's a big theme in my life. Um, and it's a huge value of mine, but I feel like I'm always like, my, my mind is always at war with that self. Like, I don't know if that explains it, but anyway, I, I'm just in this space of like, I don't want to say excitement because I definitely am not, I'm partly excited, but that's definitely not the overarching emotion I'm feeling, but I think I'm hopeful. I think that that's what it is. I think I'm more hopeful than I've been in a long time and I'm just eager to really, really embrace myself. And I think I finally come to a place where I've accepted that, you know, there might be changes as a result of my new perspective. There might be relationships. And it might, you know, it might be hard to swallow when it comes down to that point, but there might be relationships that thrive on my fear, right? Relationships that thrive on my caution, relationships, you know, or aspects of my life, right? That, that, that my fear feeds. And when, as I strive to kill that fear, I might kill those things. So for instance, this is not like a perfect example, but just, you know, an example. So say I was in a relationship, right? And I'm the kind of person where because of my fear of being misunderstood, I tend to suck at arguments, right? Because once the argument just gets too confrontational and it's just too much, I just shut down and I essentially let the other person have their way. Um, because I don't want to be the difficult one. I don't want to be seen as difficult one. So this is my new perspective, being someone who maybe puts my foot down a little more. That kind of relationship that has lived on my submission or my acceptance of defeat, even when I know I'm right or when I feel I'm right, I feel like that kind of relationship wouldn't necessarily survive, right? Um... And I'm I'm also realizing that, you know, it's okay to let go of certain things that no longer serve you, right? You can't just keep stringing dead weight along. I was I was like praying, and I remembered this Bible verse that was that is lay aside every weight that so easily besets you and run with perseverance the race that is set before you. And I feel like that's so profound because there's literally things that just weigh you down. Like, and it's like, at your own personal detriment, right? Like, you're just carrying these things because you, you know, it's not easy to let go sometimes. And, you know, maybe you have mental ideals that just, like, make you feel like those things are priority, but maybe they are not. Anyway, I'm also realizing that these things are easier said than done, and they're easier in theory than they are in practice. And, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to screw up. Like, I'm probably going to maybe, you know, I don't know, like, I'm probably not going to get it right at first try. I'm probably not going to, not even probably, I won't get it right, like, you know, immediately. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to, you know, whatever. But the whole part of the whole point of this is to make mistakes freely, right? Like, to screw up and be okay with it, to screw up and to learn and not live, like, 
guys, I kid you not, I live in perpetual fear of being wrong. Like, I'm every day just trying to be my best, like, not my best self, to be, like, a good person. I'm every day just trying to be, like, you know, doing the right, like, I, I always want to do the right thing. I always want to, you know, it's, and it's not literally about just following the rules, but just doing the thing that I think is right. I don't know how to explain that. And I can't do, like, I don't know yet how to process being wrong. Um, but I'm, I'm going, I'm willing to learn, right? Because I feel like it's essential for my next phase. And speaking of watching Patricia Bright, like, I, I tend to, like, follow and watch a lot of, like, quote-unquote successful people. And not in the, like, Richard Branson, or like, I'm not saying just rich people, just people that have grown and allowed themselves be who they were supposed to be. Like, people that have done significant things. And I find all that so inspiring. And, you know, I've just seen common threads, right? Like, I've seen that a lot of successful people have these phases they go through that are defining for them, right? They have these moments that are kind of telling of what comes next. And, you know, maybe this is one of those for me. Like, you know, maybe I'm in a phase that is going to birth where I need to be. So, yeah, like, I'm... I'm looking forward to to what this looks like um it's weird because i've had like epiphanies like this like you know every so often and i they typically end in like rules right like oh i'm no longer going to do this like i'm no longer going to allow people to talk to me like this or i'm no like i don't know why like those are the examples (laughs) my examples today are just on a bad rule but see what I just did there, like, expl- shall I ain't not necessarily, who cared that, you know, um, but yeah, so this is like the opposite where for once I'm like, no, Tosin, like, just allow, allow it, like, release, right? Even Jesus said I should give him my yoke, I should cast my body in, um, so I'm just going to release and I don't know fully how to let go, but I'm going to try and I'm going to try and just exist unapologetically because I might not be everybody's cup of tea, but being me is not wrong. Like being who I am, right? Like, and I just have to be okay with not everybody getting, I have to be okay with the idea. Like, I think this one of the scariest things is people who I like not liking me. Does anybody relate to that? Like, people who I like not liking me. And I think I have to be okay with that. Like, it might happen that you really, really respect someone, you really like them, and they just don't feel the same way about you or, you know, your personal convictions. And there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to roll with it. Um, But, yeah, that is me. And um, I feel like I just want to also say that this new worldview, <laughs> This new worldview, I'm like stopping myself from apologizing. Like, I don't know what my problem is. Um, but anyway, this new worldview, I feel it's going to be very, very evident in my podcast and the way I the content I record, you know, what I put out. And honestly, I've said this before, but I really love having this podcast. Like it really brings me happiness. I don't know why I can't explain it. Maybe because I love talking. But I just really, really enjoyed in this podcast. But I've spent a lot of time, you know, stopping myself or like giving myself excuses. And I think I just run out of excuses. 
to not do i don't know i just i really enjoyed this podcast and it seems like a number of you enjoy listening to me too and i guess maybe to an extent like i'm scared of like letting you guys down and i want to continue to give you guys the kind of content you signed up for but unfortunately it's not always going to be the case i'm just going to create like the whole joy i think part a huge part of the joy for me is just being able to say what is on my mind, right? Um, like I said last week, it's somewhat cathartic for me, but then it's also just I just really enjoy it. Like I say, like I, I really, really enjoy making talk to me toast and I'm just going to keep doing it. Okay? Like is that is that cool? Right? Um, I'm just gonna keep doing it. And I don't know, I can't tell you like this is specifically what the content is going to be, but just roll with me and in terms of bringing back guests on the podcast, I I want to guess that those will come, right? But I just don't want to make it like a thing where I'm now like a, I don't know. I don't know what, what the term is, but I don't want it to be like, oh, now I'm an interviewer, like whatever, like guests will come, but the podcast is talking to me too. So it's toast that's going to be talking to you um, for the most part. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it to the end of the podcast, you're a real one. Um, I begged you guys last week to send me emails if you enjoyed the podcast. Exactly none of you did, um, but that's okay. My guess is that most of you didn't listen to the end. So if you're listening at this very point in time, you're a real one, you're an OG. There are not many like you. I hope you know you're one of a kind. (laughs) All right, that's everything from me for... Now, I will talk to you guys next time on the podcast. Bye.